and welcome to <laughs> Kaya Kokoriro. Yay! It is Matsutai here, and I am with. I am Jay. This is episode. Episode two. two? Yay. Yeah! Last time we talked about our tips and tricks, eh? <laughs> yeah. As a BT. Yeah, as BTs. And this week, um, we thought that we'd come with you with, I don't know, with kind of like a. Like the trending question on... Yeah, topical, very topical. On media at the moment. Yeah, well, we thought we'd talk about um, what it's been like to be teachers during this current, um, during this past level four lockdown. Just a little background, we're both in the, uh, we're obvious, we work at the same place, but we're in the Waikato region, so we're no longer in level four as of the... What is the date? <laughs> As of the 16th of September. But we were in level four for three weeks, weren't we, Matua? We were. So we do have an experience mm. or experiences that we want to share about um, being teachers on in lockdown. Yeah, and what that really, like, kind of take away that veil, what it really, like, was behind the screen, mm. behind the screens, <laughs> funny, funny, <laughs> for us as um, Kayako. And yeah, we also want to talk about some of the feed, positive feedback mm. that we got back from parents. And then we're going to touch on the question that's been trending on media at the moment, which is, should school, the school holidays be brought forward? Yeah. Um, as in starting on Friday this week as we speak. Yeah. And the date for that would be... <laughs> Should be tomorrow, which is the 17th of September. Exactly. And that's also, like, we're not talking about the Auckland situation where you guys are in lockdown for a longer time than us, because that's yeah. a totally, that's something that we can't speak on. Yeah, so ngā mihi ki ngā kaiako katoa, um, kei te whakaako i ngā tamariki ki tāmaki makaurau. Matua, what was your first thing that you would like to talk about? Um, probably before we hit anything niggies, mm. I want to just um, highlight some of the positive um, stuff that went on during my teaching in Level 4 mm. um, lockdown. So um, we had to provide, find different creative ways of providing positive experiences mm. for our tamariki so that they would stay engaged with us as um, Kayako, virtual Kayako. And so one of my biggest um, positives would have been starting with the competitions. Mm, um, that's you know, awesome. Making sure that um, there was an element of fun for our tamariki. Um, and we all know that with these different like colouring in competitions or create a hat competition, we know that those are like really good hooks into Mm -hmm. um, children and especially into parents um, with education and so that was a real positive thing that I started. Mm -hmm. I think the first ever competition we had was um, Designer Funny Values t-shirt. Yeah. So in our school we go by the Funny Values, W for Nangatanga, H for Honesty, A for Ako, R for Respect and E for Engaged in Learning. So it was really good to have a positive spin on that and get the children to do something artsy and mm. um, get them to design our t-shirts because we don't have t-shirts for the Fatty Values. So um, that was a real good hook. And I think awesome. we got a good following on maybe 15, yeah. 15 t-shirt entries. entries. 
I mean, that might not sound like heaps because we've got a hundred and something in the school, but for... But just to have that many students um, and whānau engaged in the first competition yeah. was awesome because it ended up growing. Yeah. And the next, the next one was the hat competition. was the hat competition and that one was um, solely based on making your own wacky type hat. Mm. And then we moved into the steam competition. And which, that popped off. Yeah, man. That was amazing. If you could see some of the entries oh, that these kids did. I know, right. And just the thinking that went into them too. Real into what do you call it like and like intrinsic designs and just real thought out yeah and like the whole process of oh this isn't working let's try something else Mm. this isn't working try something else like it was really cool to see that yeah and then we went into the conservation week and then obviously during conservation week we record back to kura on the thursday and so one of the biggest positive things I got from the poster, I mean, the competitions, was seeing different children in their element. Like, mm. you could spot who our engineers were going to be, mm. who our um, designer, future designers are going to be. You could also um, see who was engaged, who really um, got a lot of that experience, because we don't really run competitions like that in our kura anyway. So that was, yeah, one positive. Mm. Another one would have been just the encouragement from the parents that, yeah. you know, we're doing a good job, that thank you awesome. for dropping off Hard learning packs. packs and going the extra mile. Um, one of my parents said, thank you for making the process of distance learning more simpler this year than I did last year. So last year I was probably like all, like, up in arms and trying to fulfill um, yeah, every I mean, need because it was the year, first. Yeah, first COVID, your yeah. first year of teaching. Mm, <laughs> yeah, so those were a few of the positives. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, during that time. I think a few of the positives for me was um, I was like overly anxious about taking up too much of my kids and their whanau's time at home. Um, I didn't want to be like I didn't want my Zoom classes and stuff to be an infringement and be too difficult for them to mm. attend so that they felt guilty, and so I kept um, to like start off the whole process because we have a Facebook page for our class. I like started off with like a question of when they wanted um, <laughs> clinging keys, if you wanted to when like they wanted school to start like online school to start and i had the options of nine o'clock which is um what time we normally start for school uh all the way to 10 30 and i was really surprised that um i was really surprised and happy and grateful that Mm. all of them wanted to start at 10 30 (laughs) (laughs) and if i hadn't have asked them then i wouldn't have known and um and like even sometimes I'd like open the Zoom and the kids are eating breakfast at 10.30. And I was like, oh yeah, hard out, 10.30 is definitely the one. But then um, after like the first day, I would like ask the um, fan, I'm like, hey, is this working? Are these too many Zooms? Because I was doing about three Zooms a day, three half an hour Zooms a day. I was, I was like, is this too much? And then they would come back and be like, um, no, this is like my child um, is viewing this as like actual school. So... She just is ready to um, log in and she treats oh, it like nice. it's like normal school. So mm. it's actually really working for her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really, that's really lovely. And like Matua did, I, um, 
it was really nice to have some little competition so I'd have like Zoom tasks so I'd like put up my daily timetable the day before and I'd be like look if you come to our Zoom wearing something blue then you can go into the draw to win like a prize that I'd gotten for them and then they'd come and they'd have their blue shirt and they'll be so excited (laughs) and I'll go and drop off the um their little prize in the mailbox which was really (laughs) nice and they loved that that's really nice yeah Yeah. that's really nice and it was nice to have actually because I only had about five to five to eight kids Mm. on zoom and it was nice to um have more one-on-one time with those ones that did come to zoom Mm. yeah i'm just taking off what you're saying yeah the um the demand for us teachers is really real when it comes to um trying to deliver a program so for example when we're in our classroom we have access to everything Mm. so we have all the maths there all the reading um just every resource you can think of mm-hmm. and it's accessible, tangible and we can just grab and teach. But I think um, the restrictions that Level 4 gave us was the fact that we were restricted to pretty much um, back to our own laptops and everything was digital. So when you're taken out of um, your place of your learning hub, mm. you're actually on the back foot again because you have to either make resources from what you have at home or you have to think of creative very creative ways of trying to teach our children like how you would achieve things in class but also try and do replicate all of that through online learning and I think when you've got highly driven teachers in Aotearoa who are just used to the classroom 100% all the time um, and you take that away from us, it's, yeah, no, there is going to be a sense of loss somewhere. And so mm, and, us yeah. teachers, we're not like normal humans. We're like superhuman. We take things um, <laughs> a bit more tougher because we're not giving our apparent due diligence to yeah. what we're used to giving. I mean, there's so, m- there's so much expectation on our shoulders and on the kids' shoulders of where they need to be in their learning, what mm. uh, what levels they need to be at, where they should be. And when we have like something like level four lockdown, which um which challenges the learning and challenges the levels where the kids should be at, it's difficult to take because not because like, at times it can, and obviously we're not as important as the kids, but as it is our job like we can take mm. it and be like oh oh no like yeah. this is going to like we're not doing our job yeah. like how can we do our job properly when we can't even see our kids in front of us mm. so imagine like on a normal teaching day we deliver our plans and our teaching to the kids and then we would come home and we're still reflecting on what we could do better for the next day mm. so when you've got that on a normal imagine what taking away the school is like and you have to stay home and do all of that i mean for starters we don't have the engagement with the full role um on distance learning we end up only teaching those that can engage and with my class it was about yeah seven to eight sometimes five and i have a class of 31 mm. and so you're always pondering and wondering about what the disengaged are doing and then and you that's not bad. even a judgment 
No, hey. it's not a judgment. It's just it's a reality of the situation that yeah. there are whānau that can't, that don't have access to devices, which um, means that the kid is not going to have access to online school. And we offer hard packs as well, but that's not the same as online school, and online school is not the same as regular school yes. or like mainstream school. So for me, I think the internalising game of a teacher is real. Mm. Um, and during lockdown, we get that tripled up because mm. we're so used to, yeah, the norm being meets the children at our learning hub or at school as we call them and then we can deliver them. But yeah, when you're throwing um, level four challenges into the mix, mm. um, nothing is impossible though for us teachers. Like, we will make the impossible possible <laughs> and it becomes mission impossible. And so... I guess what we're trying to put out to there is these are all the unspoken things that people don't know that teachers go through. So we're not sitting at home. We have our own whānau to start with as well <laughs> to make sure that their um, care and well-being is, and their safety is of big importance as well. Um, during Level 4, I had my own um, daughter that I teach too, mm-hmm. that I had to teach. So I had to make time for her learning even though her school was pretty, you know, Her school updated. was doing their best. Yeah, they were doing their best. But for me, as a teacher parent, I had to make sure, oh, yeah. you know, there has to be a bit of 50-50. If I can deliver well to my own class on Zoom, I should be able to do the same to, yeah. you know, my child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. even, um, like, well, I'll break down what my day looked like in yeah. online school. And though I said... My Zoom started at 10.30. My day basically began when I would wake up. <laughs> um, because, like, like this is not, like, a reflection on um, on the parents or anything. No, this is just, not. like, a reality of the situation. Because mm-hmm. all we both want, me and the parents, all of us and the pa- all the teachers and the parents, is to make sure that their kid is safe. Yeah, we're happy. wearing the same waka during yeah. distance learning. Yeah. And if that doesn't, if that involves not having to attend, not being like engaged in school, then that's fine. But anyways, <laughs> coming back to what I said, um, when we're in level four lockdown, I felt like I had to be present. I had to have an online present constantly. Like from the moment that I woke up to the moment that I went to bed. I had to, I was answering messages, I was sending emails, and if I wasn't sending emails, then I was on Zoom, and so I'd wake up, I'd answer all my emails, I would do all my messages that I needed to send out, and then I would have breakfast, and once it was 10.30, I would um, do, I would have my Zoom class, which went till, which went for half an hour, and we'd do karakia, and waiata, and then we'd do phonics, and that would end after the half an hour and they were allowed to go and do no tech table. So once they finished, then I would start working, getting read, getting their classes ready for tomorrow for, for that next half an hour. And then once it got to 11.30, I went live for half an hour reading Harry Potter because that's the class we're reading in our, uh, that's the book we're reading in class. And so I would read Harry Potter live from 11.30 till 12. And then from 12 wow. till 12. Yeah. <laughs> and then from 12 till 12. the story 30. online, people. Yeah, right. <laughs> I should have shared the link, but no. It had to be extra. Um, from 12 to 12.30, I'd have another lesson, which was writing. 
Um, and so that would be done for half an hour and then they would have another uh, break or whatever they needed to do at home. While they did that, I had to plan for tomorrow's lesson. <laughs> and then once I finished planning for that, um, we had one more lesson, which was maths. Mm-hmm. at 1 30 till 2 and then i would go live again to announce the winner for our competition that day and then i would drop off their presents or whatever they had won come home and then basically eat everything because i hadn't eaten all day because i was like <laughs> online and then i would be answering messages and emails and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff mm. until like four o'clock when normally i would be like out of school by then mm. And then... Um, we finished at 2.45. Yeah. And then I would finish that. And then I'd have to get my timetable ready for tomorrow. And I'd make sure that that's all done so that I could send that out on my face on our Facebook page so that they had all the links ready for tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so it was a lot of work. That So most days I wouldn't stop working until, like, 6 p.m. Mm. And, like, when I say not working, that just means, like, not actively working. Like, past 6 p.m. I'd still sometimes be answering messages mm. from parents. I'd still sometimes be finishing timetables, finishing lessons for the next day. Or the odd something might pop up on social media that looks good to do with the kids. So yeah. you're always banking. And researching, uh, researching different ways to engage the kids that aren't online mm. like i did a i took our kid i took my kids on a virtual school trip to the great <laughs> wall of china <laughs> and that like took a lot of planning and time and effort but mm. it, yeah my timetable very much similar to fight mj's um so oh, how, when did we start it was a monday eh? or was it a wednesday that uh, we started delivering school? online oh i think it might have been a monday yeah, so I remember the Sunday preparing for the Monday lesson, and so I had to look at my timetable thinking, okay, I'm telling my parents to, in the morning, to go here, like to a certain app, but mm. then you also had to make sure that every child that had access to the internet had all their passwords, oh, yeah. all their usernames, and I mean, we used so many apps in class, about five to six. And so I had to really nut out what I was going to do to simplify the whole experience. Because last year I had, you know, a very similar experience to your one. Yeah. Where the demand was so much, and it still was this year, but I had a bit of a hold on it this year. Mm. And I knew what to chop off and what to keep. And so, like, for MJ, our day started at 10, though. I mean, that was a get-moving time for about half an hour. Get moving, set up for um, lessons, I mean, for their learning. And then at half past 10, they started their learning. So, 10am, I would be on live, greeting my parents and doing karakia for the day. And then um, giving the outline of what our timetable looks like for the week. Mm. And then I would answer any questions that parents had um, who had commented on those lives as well. So... There was a bit of um, dialogue going on between me and parents. And then I would cut that off at about quarter past. And then um, my timetable was colour-coded. So everything that was white um, in the white box was learning pack stuff. Mm. Everything that was um, coded red was things that they could do on the internet. So even the thought behind, you know, colour-coding things, um, bringing my apps, um, finding online journals, 
um, finding online support for parents as well. Mm. These were all the things that we had to consider when we would um, put a task forward to, to our children. Because we have the knowledge of teaching it, but our parents might not. Mm. So I would always treat that situation like, okay, as if the parent didn't know. Yeah. So I started going on TikTok and making tutorial videos, um, quick ones so their parents would get it and mm. then they would be able to offer a bit more support to the children. Mm. Then we would carry on with um, the middle of the day block, which was from half past 11 to 12.30. So I would let them to do application time there. And then I would meet them on Zoom at one o'clock. <coughs> And then that would go for the full 40 minutes. And then after one, I would be answering other questions from parents who didn't understand what their child had to do and stuff like that, which is fine. You really, we don't mind the questions from parents trying to teach their children. But it's like the questions like, that are out of our control, like, oh, so when do you think level two or level one's going <laughs> to hit? And it's like, yeah, we actually don't know. Yes. Yeah, so... And it's like, uh, we were always... We always answer... We're just trying... We're always answering and be grateful for those questions. We're just trying to explain that... Um, that we were actually teaching and working. <laughs> yeah, And pretty that much. we weren't just like... Like, I feel like people... Some people... Mm. May have been... Like, think that we were just... Like, teachers were doing nothing at home. And that all we did was drop off hard packs. And mm. then do nothing else and there were like we did have some families at our school that did want hard packs and that's all they wanted yeah so, so that's what we are and we were always open to um being contacted with them and we'd always send out messages and texts and stuff but if a family only wants a hard pack we're not yeah. gonna push them but i mean even the hard packs had a lot of thought into them as well like yeah um so we have like group maths um, in my class, they're all at like these three different stages of maths levels that they're all learning at. So I had to make sure that five of the children that were in one level of maths would get only that level. Mm. And then I had to um, do the same with the other two levels. The same with the writing. Could only give... Um, had to make sure that they only had activities pertaining to them. And that's not easy stuff to do. Like, it's just not here, we're going to print it out. You have to create... A lot of that learning for them. It's just not a worksheet thing. It's um a intentional type. Yeah, it's as intentional as you can get with yeah um a hard pack that's going to be dropped off and you don't really have control of. It. Yeah, see, like the government them. can just drop off anything because, well, they're providing the resource. But you know, with the government hard packs, and mm. so they had general year five and year six math books, but those doesn't don't really mean that that's the level the children's learning at. No, not necessarily. Mm. And even like you can't even ta- you can't even take for granted that kids will have felt tips at home. Mm. Like sometimes they won't, mm. and so like you have to put felt you have to take into consideration that and put felt tips in their learning learning packs. Put pencils in the learning pack. Might not have a pencil. Might not have a sharpener. Mm. So I hope through this um podcast you we- you're hearing not frustration but. More what the workload really looks like. Yeah, mm. at least for us. Which brings us to the question that has been <laughs> um, mentioned a lot, eh? And that is, should we bring the school holidays 
Should we move the school holidays forward? No. <laughs> Big no. Big no. <laughs> Personally, like, I understand the frustration that parents are feeling um, about having had their children at home for so long and mm. having had to um, care for them in a level four lockdown. So that's not even normal. That's not even just having them home. It's having them home constantly. They're not even allowed to go outside, really. Mm. Like, that is frustrating, and that is a very tiring thing that um, parents are having to, in fact, whānau have to go through. I had to go through that last year when I was looking after and home teaching three of my nieces, and Ta'i had to go through that with his mm. whānau this year as well, um, having those people at home. But... Like, to be absolutely honest, when I first saw that question, I mm. was, like, really offended. Yeah, me like, too. Like, I felt really, like, I was like, wow. I, fe- I felt really disrespected. I felt um, really... Not appreciated. Not appreciated. And I'll tell you why. No, <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, because <laughs> this is our voice and we're allowed to say. I felt <laughs> really underappreciated because... um. Through all of the consideration that we've made to understand the circumstances of our whānau and of our parents mm-hmm. and every other kind of group of people that look after a child, um, after all of the consideration we've put into those um, situations, I felt like that consideration was not being shown to us. That's right, yeah. I felt like all of the hard work that I'd done... Um, that we'd done as a staff at my school, mm. at our school, um, was being taken for granted. All of the new technology that um, we had to learn to be able to teach online, all of the lesson plans I wrote, all of the, mm. all of the zooms that my kids did. Like, not only was I feeling like my work was being diminished and disrespected, but so I felt like my kids were being disrespected in terms of they've been working this whole time too. Yeah, it's not harder than ever. Yeah. Because, like, I remember last year, my kids came back a little bit stressed. Mm. And the stress wasn't because of COVID. Like, they were pretty alright about COVID and stuff like that. Like, the media portrays, oh, you know, you got to watch about, watch how your kids, they're going to get traumatised by this. People, they were traumatised by the amount of work <laughs> their parents would force them to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's like... and. I don't know, like, that's... Mm. So, our tamariki too have a voice, and I think to um, disregard all of the mahi that we both did, you know, even the parents, you know, the tamariki parents, and us is together, and when someone can just pull out that question, like, Mm. it should happen, it's like, yeah, nah. And, like, this question could totally just, like, be, like, a media SHIT storm. Yeah. Which is, yeah. like, like a post that's, like, meant to, like, trigger people and to, like, evoke really uh, powerful emotions from people. Mm. And it did its job. <laughs> it really did. And I feel like it's, like, put this big, like, separation between parents and teachers, final and teachers, which is not good. And mm. not healthy because at the end of the day we're like both in it for the well being of the children. Totes. Totally. And also I think too, like when you pose a question like that, that's just like a teacher saying, Oh, 
Let's stay at level four longer. Yeah. You know, like it's the desire for us is not to to be a distance learning teacher. No. That is not the desire. We do not enjoy that type of teaching. We do all prefer to be in our classrooms face to face with our tamariki to have more contact with our parents. Mm. So the desire for being a distance learning teacher is not as hot as people think it is. No, it was really, like, difficult. I mean, you heard the timetable that we were running to. Yeah. And that was just a constant. And that's with me having no children at home at the moment. No one else. Like, I live by myself. And if I had had other people home with me, I can't imagine how more stressful that... Like, there's teachers out here that, like, have, like, three, four, five kids at home. Yeah. A partner. Having to teach homeschool, teach their kids. Having to also teach online. And but for real, teen thirty is a good time to start. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I should have just moved school to exactly. yeah. yeah. Oh my god, my kids don't wake up <sighs> at school until about that time. Well, mine are pretty much fully ready at around teenish, mm. teen thirty. So it's like, hey, there's some good things that have come out of lockdown, like realizing when our children are actually ready to learn. And realising that us and parents are aligned to mm. when our um, children are ready to learn. And then maybe it could be the big boss's fault. <laughs> nah, I'm not no, it's, it's, ca- it's capitalism's fault. <laughs> that's why we have to start school at nine, because that's when the workday starts. <laughs> but other than that, um, this is merely going against any of our parents because... No. We love our community no, the, that we work yeah. in. Um, the staff that we work with during this time have been really amazing. Um, we've banded together and supported each other. Our kids are amazing. We're just talking about this from a macro point of view. Yeah, so as, if you yeah. never knew what a teacher actually does, now you know. Yeah. During level four. And, and I don't know where you could comment to tell us what you think, but... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we don't have no social media, yeah. but okay. But please keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but At the end of the day, like, online school was really difficult. Yeah. Like, it was difficult for the kids, it was difficult for parents, and it was difficult for teachers. Yeah. And, move, and getting rid of the holidays... Um, for me personally, it, um, disrespects all of the work that we all did together. Yeah. And we don't want a 12 or 13 or 14 week term. No. For the term ki- four. The kids are tired. The kids have just gone through three weeks, uh, like a three week, lo- oh, whoopsie, sorry. I just moved the microphone. Oh. A three week lockdown, like they also need time to have to not think about school. Mm. Cause that's all I've been thinking of too. Mm. And like yeah. parents... Inferno. From my perspective, like, just a word and message to my family, if they're ever feeling like we should move the holidays up, um, yeah, no, you bond your children, my family, <laughs> so you look after your children, okay? But to our community that we serve, we haven't heard anything from no. them in terms of this, but this is our, this is our retaliation yeah. to the media yeah. and their perspective. Yeah, exactly. They're driving a whole a wedge between Pardo yeah. and Kura. And oh, what a troublemaker. Yeah, a troublemaker's ass. Yeah, Project. <laughs> project, yeah. We're calling you out. Get my shout out. <laughs> oh my god, we go on Project and we debate them. <laughs> oh yeah, you shut up. <laughs> 
So that's us for this week. A controversial topic. A very controversial <laughs> topic, man. Oh my gosh. Why are we up to a con- controversial topic? <laughs> yeah. And no, we don't have mental health problems. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> we're just... Ranting. Yeah. <laughs> this is a place to get it off our chest. Yeah, and... If you are one of our listeners, thank you for listening. Yeah, and we'll catch you up next time. See ya. See you.